have questions for Coach. James, uh, you guys gave your staff the most valuable player for the game on offense to your offensive line. The week before was Hunter. So two for two, and you guys looking toward the offensive line after these Big Ten matchups. I know people viewed them as a test for your offensive line. How are you evaluating them inside the building right now for your staff to, to look that way when you announce this kind of accolades? Yeah, it's not like, you know, this isn't um, everybody gets a trophy or everybody gets a smiley face type of deal. Um, we watch the film, we evaluate it, and we kind of make decisions based on how guys perform. Um, you know, one of the things I thought was really cool is those guys got, I think, the Joe Moore Weekly Pancake Award or whatever it was. To me, that's like the best and coolest award in college football because it's given to a group, um, which, which to me is really cool. Um, but you know, with the with the weekly awards, it's not like we're trying to spread the wealth, or it's not like we're trying to build confidence or any of those things. We just grade the tape and give it to the the group or the uh, the guy that we think is most deserved. What has Phil done? I guess now that he's in year four, he's had a chance to also on the recruiting side and the developmental side. What, what has he brought comprehensively to that position room for you? Yeah, I think all the things you mentioned. You know, he's he's recruited well. Um, I think we have developed well, not only on the field, but also in the weight room. Um, as you guys know, um, you know, nutrition as well. I think Leanne and the nutrition department have done a, done a nice job. Um, we got a lot more food available now, um, you know, under, under Pat. Um, that, that's, been, that's been a big win for us as well. Um, so it's really all of it. But, but Phil's been really good. He's got great experience, I think. You know, when you have a guy that's won two national championships as a college player uh, and then also found a way not only to make it in the NFL but be able to play four to five years, he's got instant credibility with the, with the guys as well as with, uh, as well as with recruits. Um, you know, and he's done a really good job. He has the guys over at his house all the time. they got a really strong connection and network. Um, and then I think I think Frank Leonard's been a nice complimentary piece to, to Phil as well. Um, so it's it's been it's been a it's been a positive, and I think you know we're headed in the right direction. But we gotta we gotta continue to, to grow, and, and we gotta continue to evolve at that position throughout the entire season. James, we're entering burnt red shirt territory. How would you assess the play of the four freshmen who have played in the four games? Um, and have you begun to have those conversations with some of the other freshmen, whether they? Whether you guys want to burn their red shirts or not? No, no, nothing has changed. I mean, we have the guys that we had as green that we're we're going to play, and those guys, the, the model hasn't changed. We're going to continue to play those guys. Um, and then I think the guys that we would characterize as yellows, um, as of right now, you know, those guys are staying yellow unless unless we got some bumps and bruises that we have to kind of change their status. I think it's also where we're trying to be as strategic as we can. Um, to play early and then maybe hold and, and save some games for late in the season. And then the new rule now is you get all of the postseason. Uh, so it's not really, you know, I think, you know, your question was about four games. It's with the postseason, it, it could be a lot more than that. Curious, uh, we've asked you about Manny a ton since he got here, but with this year's group specifically, what do you think he's done well to lead to this hot start? Yeah, I think I think Manny has uh, done a really nice job. Obviously, I think our defensive staff uh, have done a really nice job, and I think the players. I think you know we're in a position where we're keeping those guys fresh. We're playing a lot of guys. Uh, we got 
talent and depth. Um, and I think our guys are getting more comfortable and more consistent playing within the scheme. I think year two plays a part in it as well. Um, you know, kind of all those things. And then I think, you know, from a scheduling perspective, um, you know, opening up with a, with a power five opponent who's playing well, um, I think we've been tested as well. So um, I think we're doing a good job, really good job. And, you know, I think Manny's done a really good job of not just from a scheme standpoint, but leading, leading that side of the ball, um, you know, and, and I think really all of the assistants have done a great job in terms of reinforcing the overall message of the program and then specifically Manny's as well, done a, done a great job. James, you touched on the atmosphere that you played in front of last week. It's obviously going to be a different atmosphere this week. How do you make sure that the guys maintain the sort of energy that they're going to need at 11 a.m. and in what might not be a, a ton of people? Well, I think just being honest, you know, just being very honest about what it's going to be like. Um, these guys are 2-0 and o at home. Um, you look at Northwestern, um, they've typically had uh, good home records. Why? Because it can be challenging to play there. They're used to the environment. Other people uh, may not be. Um, it's going to be very different than what we played in last week. So just being transparent and honest, um, you know, are we uh, internally motivated? Or are we externally motivated? But for me to act like it's not a factor, it is. And you got to you got to get prepared for it. We haven't had any music, even our period 20. You guys know we usually play the Phil Collins um and it's usually blaring and you know they were asking me to turn it up today and i said i said no so just little things like that but at the end of the day you know it's going to be about us executing our jobs and our assignments um and playing the game for each other and playing the game for our love uh, for the game of football and for our teammates and and playing up to our standard no matter the circumstances Coach, uh, Alex Falcons and uh, Curtis Jacobs on defense in the kicking game. Um, just talk about what they've been able to bring these last couple games. They've been very important and instrumental in both. Yeah, um, you know, Falcons is doing a nice job. He's an older guy. Um, he's got some pretty good experiences. Um, and I think is, is kicking the ball and, 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 and playing with confidence right now. We need to continue that building. Um, and then Curtis has, you know, played a ton of football here. Um, kind of steady Eddie and then has been able to make some splash plays however you want to describe it as well I thought last week he played as fast and as physical as he's played this year so um, we need those guys to continue to play this you know play this way on a consistent basis for the rest of the season starting this week James so warmly said this morning that he's more comfortable and confident playing with the you know with the play style and the playbook how would you evaluate his play so far this year yeah, I think, I think Sal's playing well. He's played a ton of football here. He's been in the same system for a while. Um, I think he had a really good offseason. Um, you know, I think, I think he's playing well, and he's, he should be as a veteran player at this point of his career. And um, obviously there's a lot of confidence that comes from that. James, uh, a couple times since Saturday night you've mentioned making sure that your players and coaches don't get bored with, you know, in-game in with the style of play. I was curious, what does that look like you know, from your perspective, if you if you see that, um, and where in your career have you picked up on that as a as a coaching point? Well, I, I guess what I was saying is I talked to the coaches at halftime, um, just about 
okay, yeah, we're not explosive. We're running the ball. And I think in the first half, I think we were like 2.5 yards per carry or something like that. And then we made a jump in the third quarter and made a jump in the fourth quarter. But we were controlling the game. Um, and I think sometimes as a play caller, you know, you want to you want you want it to take shots and you want to be a little bit more explosive uh, and call maybe, you know, what people consider maybe a sexier game. Uh, but this this was working for us. It was working not only for the offense, but it was working for the defense. Um, and we had control of the game. So I just felt like that was a message that needed to be sent. And then really the only message I've given like that to the team is, you know, we do ball security on offense and turnover, you know, ball disruptions uh, on defense every day. And my message to them is to not get bored with those periods, um, really make sure that we're investing in those periods because it's been a huge part of our success at this point in the season. And obviously we want, want it to continue. Can it pay dividends, the fact that your defense is only on the field for 14 minutes in the middle of the season? I mean, will that help with longevity for this team? Yeah, I think that and the point that I made earlier in the week where I think we've we've played 86 less plays on defense. So, you know, the combination of 86 less plays, uh, the offense and the style that they're playing, um, you know, the scores allowing us to substitute, uh, all those things uh, hopefully puts us in a position uh, to have a, a healthy team this week, um, be healthy and fresh in fourth in the fourth quarter this week, and then hopefully all these these small wins and adjustments um, allow us to be healthy throughout the year because that that's part of it as well, right? Um, you know, who can who can be as healthy as as you, you can be uh, throughout the duration of the season? We've talked more. about the uh, middle eight minutes of the game and how you want to use those to flip the game. Uh, looking to the first quarter, though, you said that you were not happy with how your offense <clears throat> started against Iowa, and the first quarter has been your lowest scoring quarter on offense. Have there been any conversations about how you want to start games better, or are you comfortable with uh, where you're at right now? I'm a little confused. Is your question about middle eight? My you started with about, middle eight, and then you yeah. started talking about the start of the game. Sorry, are you are you focusing on the start of the game? Are you trying to improve your offense there? Yes. James, it seems like there's, you know, you've seen a lot of too high defenses, as you mentioned, uh, Iowa, obviously, last week. Is there a, is this a trend? You know, just observationally, it seems like there's a lot more of these schemes with uh, defenses playing too high, whether it's in the NFL or other places in college. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, I haven't felt that way. I think um, the thing that I would say probably is a trend, um, you know, is the people playing three safeties. That's a little bit of a trend. Iowa State a few years ago had a lot of success with that, something that not a whole lot of people were doing um, and can cause some issues. It's kind of like facing a, uh, a wing T offense or an option offense. But I think, I think a lot of people you know, like to play with two safeties. Um, you know, and then obviously there's people that wanna, you know, that wanna kind of major from the middle of the field close type of family. Um, you know, and there's people that do a little bit of both. But yeah, I, I, I haven't sensed or felt like there's more people playing with two safeties this year um, than, than in, in years past. And then obviously there's a big difference between two safeties with a cover two philosophy, two safeties with a quarter, quarter, half philosophy, and then two safeties that are playing quarters. Because really quarters you could really put into um, 
you know, a totally different family because it's a way to play middle of the field open, but really technically have nine guys in the box. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you.